Let's get real, let's get inspirational, a little bit emotional, and let's shed some sunshine. This is the Sunshine Steven Podcast. Welcome! Good day and happy Wednesday! Second episode of 2021, even though 2021 (laughs) kind of started... um, a little rough with the storming of the Capitol and those idiotic people, but hey, we're going to make it through, right? I mean, we survived 2020, so we are much stronger than we think. Um, Anywho, this episode um, is something that I've been brewing up for um, a while now, and especially recent weeks. I've been watching a lot of documentaries on minimalism and organization and cleaning and everything like that. And then also working on myself and life and everything like that. And I was like, there's just so much that like physically, mentally, and spiritually, I want to let go. Hence the title, Make Like Elsa and Let It Go. So I'm going to be sharing um, some of my findings, I guess, from this stuff of cleaning out, purging stuff, and then also like mentally um, my experiences and stuff and just let shit go. Let it go. Um, Don't let it hold you back anymore, you know? Um, So many Disney Elsa puns. Please don't sue me, Disney. I don't make that money. Um, So yeah, I'm so excited. Um, We're going to hop right into it. And then also I have another creative corner with Sian Sloan um, who... We, we actually recorded these last year, and uh, today's is cooking, which is something that one of my goals for this year, and it's on my um, vision board, is to cook more. And not just, like, bad, well, comfort food, I guess, is considered quote-unquote bad, I guess, but also, like, healthier options, which, I mean, I've been doing pretty good at, you know, last night was uh, Taco Tuesdays, so had turkey tacos. But instead of on like flour or whatever tortillas, we, we I use spinach um, tortillas, I guess. But I don't think it's called that. It's called some things. But they were pretty delicious. So super excited um, to talk about letting it go. And then super excited for you to hear my conversation with Sam Sloan. And if you like our conversation and banter, then um, do I, boy, do I have something for you. Um, but I'll talk about that a little bit later. So let me shut up now so you can take a break and hear me talk some more. <laughs> now we all have like those junk drawers and clothes and just messy shit that we really don't need. And for me personally, <laughs> I find it very hard. Um, I've gotten better, but very hard to get rid of this stuff. And I've talked about this before with Cian Sloan. Um, she's a minimalist. That's the way that she, you know, um, lives her life and everything. So got some tips from her. So be sure to check out that episode. It came out last year. Um, it's one of my early episodes too, is spring cleaning um, and talking about minimalism and everything like that. But um, even if you're not ready to take that big of a, a leap and dive, um, I totally get that. I can't personally uh, I, I saw there was two, they're called the minimalist. Um, and they have two documentaries right now on Netflix. Um, the first one's really good. The, the newer one that Netflix produced, um, all the tea, all the shade, but it's kind of a spark noted version of the first one. 
Um, so yeah, but it's, it's really good and really gives you an idea of ways that you can start and, but there are some people that like legit go to the extreme, well, extreme to me, like move into tiny houses and, you know, live in like 200 square feet. I can't do that one because I'm a giant and two, I feel like I would get claustrophobic as fuck. So that's not going to happen, but I really did evaluate and say, "Uh uh-huh. Maybe I do, and I've been wanting to do it for a while, so I just, like, shut up and put my money where my mouth is. Katie Mary reference. Um, and I actually went and cleaned out my closet. Girl. So, and there was actually, there was uh, one woman, she was talking, um, she did, she founded, like, the 333 project, where she got 30 pieces of clothes and accessories, and for 30 days, sorry, I just, like, Got the hiccups or something right there. But for like 30 days, that's all she wore. She wore a combination of these 30 clothes. I think that was pretty interesting. And she talked about how like nobody noticed. And I feel like that's very true. Like in my head, I'm always like, oh, I wore this sweater like last week. I can't wear it again this week. People will notice. And people don't really notice, honestly. So that was really cool. But then I realized like I don't need all of these clothes. So when I went about cleaning up my closet, I for sure went in saying, um, one, if it doesn't fit, it needs to go. Like, like, and I'm not talking like, oh, this is a, you know, one size down for my pants. I might be able if I lose a little weight, because if that's your goal, that's fine. I'm talking like this t-shirt is small and I'm like a large now. So it's got to go. So I did that. I cleared through everything. And then even when it got to looking at clothes that do fit, I I, I found myself asking, like, would you buy this again? Because that was another thing that I read a, a long time ago, like a couple of years ago. Like, if you found a piece of article of clothing or something and you really stopped and thought about it and was like, you know, do I love this enough that I would purchase it again? And there's a lot of like t-shirts and stuff that I was just like, mm, no, not really. So I, I kind of have a system too that I've been working uh, a couple years to wear, like for sleepwear or activewear, just comfy clothes, like gym shorts and pajamas, really. I cycle through. So I go in phases of if I do clean out, um, for example, say if I clean out and I have like five t-shirts that I'm like, I they fit, I, I eh. I don't know if I would wear them out in public anymore. Um, Then I moved those over to like, remember when you were a kid? Well, at least for me, I got home and I had to change from um, school clothes to play clothes. That's what I call them, like my play clothes. But then I then would have to take five of those t-shirts that are already in the play clothes pile and get rid of them. So kind of that's, you know, a good way to keep a, a good rhythm and, um, recycle and everything like that. So that's what I did. Um, this actually past week, cause you know, new year, new me. So, I uh, cleaned up a lot. I actually went and got like the, I think they're like 40 something. Sorry. My dog is growling in the background cause she wants attention. She's so needy. I don't know where she gets it from. She gets it from me. Um, baby girl, go lay down. I'm trying to podcast. So I got these big, those big, like they're meant for like yard work and leaves and stuff like 40 something gallon, bags and filled two of them up with clothes alone and then i did not stop there i definitely um between the minimalism um documentaries i also started watching get organized with the home edit team 
bitch, life changing. Um, I just, it shooketh me. So, um, but before we get into that, one thing that I do like um, about the minimalism and the minimalist uh, outlook and everything is it's not saying, and C and Sloan talked about this as well too. So I, I highly, highly recommend go listening to um, that episode because she gives a lot more insight. I'm just giving like an overview um, point by point of what I think you should know. Um, you don't have to get rid of everything. It's not like throw everything out. Um, some people do that. That's fine. That's great and everything. But they they said, you know, if something brings a good purpose and joy to your life and they use books as an example, which, <laughs> hello, I have a lot of books. Uh, they were like, you know what? Keep that. That's totally fine. But they 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 showed like a study that they did where like the average American family only uses like 40% of their house, which I know during quarantine, you probably might use more. But they even thinking about, you know, oh, you have like a sitting room or whatever. Like you have a formal dining room, uh, a breakfast nook, and then a informal dining room. Why do you need three places to eat? Like, why? Like, I just don't, like, I get it. Like, you might use the formal dining room once for, like, holidays and stuff. I just don't understand. Like, it, it, that's something that's always really confused me. But then it makes sense. Like, just because you have the space doesn't mean you need to pile shit all up in it. And they talked about, you know, there's, like, a multi-million, you know, business profit off of storage containers and storage places and stuff. It's, like... And our houses just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Like you could have a 14, 1500 square foot house and then still have a storage unit that's like 500 square feet. Like why do we need all this stuff? So I I definitely started to like make a, some side eyes at some of my stuff and be like, mm, maybe I don't need this. And, you know, another thing too that they, they talked about and really hit home for me was like growing up, not having a lot of money and everything. I felt like I needed to hold on to everything forever because it's like, you never know, you know, this could be taken away and stuff like that. So uh, I've come to terms with that and been like, you know, you need, you need to let go. So watching the home edit team work, um, kind of a brief um, rundown. It's two ladies that, kind of, uh, not kind of, but they do, they kick ass at going and organizing the hell out of closets or um, garages, which is a fucking nightmare for a lot of people, pantries, which is a nightmare for me and a lot of people, and they have like a good rhythm, you know, clear tote so you can see what's inside of stuff. If you want sentimental stuff, put it in like a cute box and everything. They also go by like the, the rainbow organization, which I think is great, but for me personally, um, when it comes to books, I can't do that. I have to have them by category and size. Um, but they, for kids, I totally get it. The rainbow effect of like, oh, go look at the, the blue books and see, you know, yada, yada, yada. And, you know, for some people that works for the clothes, I do want to try that now. I do have them in like divisions of like t-shirts, short sleeve, long sleeve, you know, pants or whatever, jeans. Um, I have them in category, but now that they're in category, I want to put them in a rainbow effect. And I'm like, what a little cute burst of colors when I walk into my closet now. Um, handbags, though, they were talking, they're like, e-, which I don't have handbags, but I have a lot of work bags and just random like gym bags and stuff from old employers that they were like, here, this 
like gym bag or this drawstring bag or whatever. So I went through all of that and I was like, I'm going to keep, I, I literally, I had, I had like 11, I think 11 bags. And now I only have four because, and I didn't like, the only duplicates I have is two drawstring bags because one is from um, Jacksonville University. Uh, slay. And then the other one is a Bella Twins one that, I mean, I wouldn't be a Bella. So clearly I kept those two. And then I also have two, um, I kept two different, um, what do you call them? Like beach totes, like beach bags, because you never know. And those are nifty. Um, and then I have three coach um, products. One's like a, a over the shoulder like crossbody bag and then um a duffel bag and uh a laptop bag so i kept those great awesome i went through hats i had so many hats and i love hats that's one thing though that i was like you know i'm not gonna get rid of a lot but i got rid of a few that i'm like i never wear this this one's you know really old and decrepit and everything uh just go through it underwear too underwear is something that I feel like a lot of people forget about because they're like just st- stacking on. And I was like, no, I don't wear these. These are too tight. I don't like this style anymore. Let's just get rid of it. Um, my dogs are going crazy in the background, but I just really like I purged. And what are you doing? She is a mess. Anybody want a dog? Um, so I purged and got rid of a lot. I, I filled up two bags with all that. And then, um, I didn't stop from there. I went, I pulled everything out from underneath my sink because I'm obsessed with skincare stuff. And I'm the type of bitch um, that will go into the store and say, that looks pretty. That sounds like it's awesome. Let me buy it. Let me get it. I went through and there was like stuff that was expired stuff that I'm like, I used this twice and I hated it. Like make like Elsa and let it go. Just let it go. You know? So (laughs) I rhymed, Um, did that as well too. And then I started to pull it out. Like, I was just on a rampage. I was like, I I pulled out totes that had, like, different stuff. And I was like, oh, this is sentimental stuff. So I condensed it. But then there was stuff that I'm like, why do I have this? Like, what adult coloring books that I colored one page four years ago in and I haven't touched it since. Gotta go. Recycled. Um, And with that, I felt the need, I don't know, to buy three different packs of colored pencils. Weird. And another thing, too... That the home edit is too is like they show you that's why you put everything in clear coats, totes, and everything. Um, so you know how much back stock you have, so you're not like over buying. And I don't, we told me and my husband, honestly, I'll throw him out there. We've done this with like Bath and Body Work stuff. We're like, oh, I love this lotion, I don't think I have anymore. I love this hand soap, I don't think I ha- we have anymore. One, they were like split up in the house, so it's like. There's some in this closet, some under the sink. No. So I put them all, candles too, like all in one spot where we can see them and say, oh, okay, we really like X, Y, and Z. We have two left. We can get another one. But what was happening was like, we have six of our favorite one. And we're like, oh, should we get another one? It's like, no, you have six. Calm down. So just like a little, little trick, I guess. And they use products from the container store, which I thought was awesome. But sometimes, you know, that coin, that chingle chingle, uh, I started to look to, I suggest go on YouTube and just look at, um, you know, organization hacks and stuff like that. I found a lot of like DIY stuff or also dollar store, um, finds and stuff like that. And they do, they have totes in there and little organization drunk drawers. That's another thing like junk, not drunk (laughs) junk drawers. 
you know, everybody has them just about, and we have one and we did consolidate it and it was very organized at one point, but then we just caught ourselves going through it and like throwing a whole bunch of shit in. Another thing, oh my gosh, another thing that I was really bad at and that I shred because we have a shredder. We just accumulated all this mail. Like, we would open it, read it, and be like, okay, cool. And then it just stay there. I'm not talking, like, birthday cards or anything like that. We kept that and put it in a box. But I'm like, here's a credit card statement from four months ago. Like, why do I still have this? You know? It's it's so... So I am going to make a effort, too, to go and say paperless on whatever I can. But also be mindful of, like, you know, letting this mail go. Why am I letting this stockpile up? Like, I don't need this. So... So that's what I've been doing this new year. And it's something that was on my goal was to declutter um, the space around me. But I'm going to take a moment and a break and check my dogs because they were going wild. And then I'm going to be talking about decluttering your mind. Stay tuned. Now that I've talked um, a lot (laughs) about decluttering, you know, and... uh, your space and your surroundings and everything like that, which I think is very beneficial and I'm enjoying it thus far. Um, But it is, it's a little tough because it's like, I really like this at one point. I bought this, but it's like, I've said this before. You got to kiss it, think it, and then move on. Um, Not saying get rid of everything because that's like, you know, I don't want you to be like miserable. Like I got rid of this heirloom, you know, from my great, 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 great grandmother. Don't do that. So now let's switch gears and talk about like get ridding, um, get ridding, get rid of, um, and letting go of things in your mind because 2021 could be a great time to like work on our mental health and our self care and really let shit go. So I've learned, and I'm writing about this in my book, which I have a goal of to finish March 20th, my 28th birthday of this year. So hold me accountable, please. Um, but I'm talking about a lot, especially 2020, I learned a lot of like, you can't hold on to a lot of like worry and pain and grudges and stuff like that. Like, it's just going to eat at you. Um, you know, bury the hatchet, let bygones be bygones to a certain point though. Like if somebody like legit, like in, you'll see in my book that people have have like fucked you over royally or like really done some horrible traumatic shit to you yeah no sorry i'm just not letting that go my bad but not really um but i'm talking like little petty things like you know i don't know even <laughs> like just little things like uh like um a, a good example and something that I, i'm incorporating in my book like reaching out to like um old friends or anything like that and um or maybe old lovers not saying like hey let's be best friends again or lovers or anything like that but like we're adults we can grow up and move forward and still coexist with people um so i think like that not and not like purposely like i'm talking like you be cordial like if your ex starts following you on instagram or something like that you don't have to be like ugh, block fuck you or ex-best friend or something like that. Like, just be cordial, you know? Um, but a lot of stuff, too, and I do this really bad, so I know I'm, like, um, throwing pebbles at the glass house or whatever. Worrying is such a big thing. And so I've definitely started to be mindful of that because I do that so much. Like, every little thing. Like, I take shit to the extreme in my head, um, my therapist coined it um, Horrorland in Steven Mind. 
Because I literally, like, worst case scenario, I feel like that's going to happen. And again, I talked about this in my book, and I've talked about it before on this podcast with embarrassing story where, like, I just blew things out of proportion where, like, it's the end of the world, but it's really not. Um, You know, I'm that person. I'm that fucking, that weird person that, like, if I go into a room, I'm immediately looking like if somebody came in here shooting up the place or stabbing people, how do I escape? What's the, the route, you know? the route to get out so be mindful of that but also like worrying about little things i feel like you need to make like elsa and let it go so worrying so much about you know does like i don't i'm trying to think of something that everybody can relate to because i worry about every little thing but like i don't know like get in the headspace right now i don't know what that was um, get in the headspace right now if, if you know, like, in the back of your mind, you have, like, a little petty thing that you always worry about. What is that worrying doing? What is it contributing to? Is it going to fix anything? No. Like, if you don't think that somebody likes you, for example, I'll use that. You worrying about them not liking you, what is that going to do at the end of the day for you? Nothing, really. So, you can accept it and say, fuck it. You don't like me? Whatever. I like me. So move on. That's fine. But if you keep worrying, it's going to eat at you and eat at you. And if they do truly like you and they're evil, then in a way they've won because they got to you. So just make like Elsa and let it go. So I guess what I'm trying to say, kind of like decluttering your space, decluttering your mind of stressors too as well um if there's stuff that stresses you out or people that stress you out or something like that make like elsa and let it go i've done that before where you know social media is really great oh god my dog just barked and it scared me um social social media is so great um at some things but also so awful at others so Take a break if you need to. T- take a moment and say, you know what? I'm 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 turning Instagram down for a couple days or a couple hours, however long you need, just to get that out of your mind or delete it if it's honestly that toxic and you don't like it. I know so many people that seem so happy and they're like, I don't have a Facebook or I have an Instagram hanging on theirs every so often or anything like that. Um, so just declutter and get that shit out of your mind, you know? My dog, still, there must be a package or something out there. So, so sorry if you hear her barking. Um, But yeah, that's, I'm trying to articulate it, make this sound all beautiful and wrapped in a bow, but I don't know if I'm doing it successfully. But that's what I'm trying to say. Like, if you're worried, stressed, or there's little things nitpicking at you in your mind, make like Elsa and let it go. And yes, I will be saying that like 15 times in this episode. So get used to it. Welcome back to another edition of Creative Corner with CM Sloan. Hey. Hey. And today we're going to be talking about different types of, I guess, cooking, more specifically vegan cooking for you. Um, I feel like cooking is very much an art, very creative, but something that I suck at (laughs) (laughs) very much. Um, 
And I will say, I guess the only time that I've had to get like super, super creative with cooking is when I was vegetarian for like four months. Mm-hmm. So, but I'll be real honest. It was mainly like, I'm going to make this salad <laughs> <laughs> or stuff that was already pre-made. Mm-hmm. But there was one time where um, one of my old roommates, she would make, um, oh, it was like a really good Chinese dish. It, But it wasn't chicken. It was uh Yep. Yeah, maybe. I think it was tofu, but it, she made it like it was like an orange um, cashew mixture. It was really good. Sounds good. Sounds, yeah, it was super good. But me, I don't have that cooking thing, but I think it is super creative. Like there are so yes. many people, like if you watch cooking shows and stuff where they can just like make it there. Like people, it blows my mind. Like my husband has this where mm-hmm. like he can see a recipe and be like, well, I could tweak it this way, make it my own this way. And yes, like- exactly. That's why I love cooking and why I feel like it is a creative art as well, because like people say, make your plates colorful, make right. them, you know, make them unique, make them your it's own. Art. You get to blend spices mm-hmm. and blend ingredients and just make something that will just ignite your taste buds. Yes. So there's a really cool opportunity to really dive into seeing it as an art form and not just like cooking just to cook so for instance because i don't eat meat and i live a very vegan friendly lifestyle i've adopted a lot of vegan friendly recipes in my house i pretty much cook vegan um for the most part and um when i'm at home i definitely sometimes get creative of just like what do i have Mm. what sauces do i have what spices do i have what vegetables do I have? How can I add some color to right. it? How can I, you know, make this not just like rice and beans, you know, that kind of thing? Like that's uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> like my gourmet dish when I was, you know, on my own and didn't have somebody to cook for me was like macaroni and cheese with hot dogs cut up. In it. Oh my god. <laughs> that's as creative as I can get with cooking. Anyways, continue. There's so much you could do. Yeah. And there's so many awesome cookbooks out there. Right. Like I know when I gave up meat, I was like, okay, what can I cook? You know, how do I right. make it good? So I got some vegan cookbooks. Um, and like one's called Afro Vegan by Bryant Terry. And it's just so beautiful. It's like inspired by the islands and just oh, it's it's beautiful. So seeing stuff like that gets you motivated and mm-hmm. inspired to just make something that's not only delicious but also beautiful yeah you know so cooking is cooking is fun you can make it really fun yeah i feel like i can throw down one thing what's that chili and you've yes, had my chili i have had your chili and it's, it's like fucking the fire. only thing because i make it sweet like a sweet chili Ugh. That's the only, that's like the only thing that I make a mean bowl of cereal. Like, <laughs> you don't even know. Cereal is yeah, but I think it's cereal. very. I'm very like impressed when you see like these, especially like when it comes to like those cake shows and like oh people God. can just bake stuff and you're like that. Yeah. There's no way that that's cake or dessert or whatever it might right. be, and it's like oh shit. It's like that is a art form. Something that I can never. I can even make a box cake probably. <laughs> To save my life. Whenever I watch cooking shows, I'm always just like, how did they? How, the how do they know like that? This is this and this yeah. is gonna taste good. Sometimes something sounds like disgusting. So, so they're like, like, oh, or like those like chopped. Is yeah. it chopped where they? 
give them like a secret ingredients or something. There's shows remember. like that. But yeah. Where they're like, oh, here's your four ingredients. And then you have to use have pickles. To, yeah, like something crazy. Use eel. Like something yeah. random as hell. And I just can't. Yeah. I said pickles. Like it's so random. It's so so random. Pickles. I was just trying to think of like. Pickled eels. Yeah, pickled eels. <laughs> something crazy. What's yeah. the, the pickled eggs? Or pickled oh, eggs? yeah. That's yeah. a thing. Pickled pig feet. Or Ew. a thing to my grandparents. Ugh, gross. Anyway. Yeah. But sometimes people can use them yeah. and make them delicious somehow. Right. Not me. Not me. No. I'm good. No, no. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Try cooking. I should probably like get on it and read up on it. Maybe yeah, watch some videos. Yeah, someone that you can cook with too, so that's good. Yeah, but he scares me in the kitchen. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's always a pleasure to talk to Cian Sloan. Uh, if you, like I said, if you haven't already, she's been on my podcast a few times. Um, she's talked about, we've talked about Black Lives Matter, and I did a Pride episode on her podcast, Working Overtime, the podcast. And she also joined me and fellow podcaster, uh, Zachary, who we we called the Try Chat, and it was a two-parter that came out before this episode, actually. So go listen to that as well, too. We talk about the ins and outs of starting a podcast uh, in 2020, that shithole. But also, both seeing sloan and i are on clubhouse so if you haven't heard of clubhouse you're really missing out (laughs) it's like an exclusive little thing right now and took me forever to get an invite but i finally did and so far it's really great it's a great platform the best way to describe it is it's like a, a social media platform but with like that and zoom how to baby because there's like so many different like basically forums they call them rooms that you can create and go in and have like a good um open discussion about stuff um and it's really great and awesome and uh i i could definitely see in the future me and c and sloan having some conversations about podcasting or writing or anything like that uh so be sure to follow um us mainly me i don't know she might not want you to follow her but Sure, I don't know. But you can follow me. It's the same as the rest of my social media at Sir Stephen Rice. Um, so yeah, go and follow me. That'd be great if you're on Clubhouse. Um, and if you're not, I believe that they are opening it up soon to public. So you'll you'll be fine. You'll be you'll get there. So let me find a good quote for this week. Um, oh, this is a good one, especially talking about everything. Now is the ideal time. Yes. So if you want to declutter, start the new year off strong, bold, and beautiful. You could declutter your space, your mind. Remember, make like Elsa and let it go. Now, let's enjoy this week's Meditation Minute.
that's all I have for you this week. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Sunshine Steven. Hopefully you benefited a little bit and I support you in your journey of making like us and letting it go. <laughs> uh, promise that's probably the last time I'll say that. Knock on wood, hopefully. Uh, thank you to CN Sloan for another creative corner. Be sure to follow us both on Clubhouse. I believe hers is CN Sloan underscore as well. Um, I'll put it in the, I'll link it in the description, her username below, promise. And yeah, follow me um, at Sir Stephen Rice on Clubhouse, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, love hearing from y'all and seeing you know, and sharing my stuff and everything like that. Uh, so yeah, so sorry that my dog kept barking and going wonky in the background. She just wants to be a part of the conversation as well, too. So, um, hopefully your 2021, your year is starting off great and awesome and beautiful. And, um, yeah, I keep saying, um, I'm so sorry. I just, I'm, I'm kind of hungry now, too, so I kind of want to do something. I don't know what that was. That was a weird little, I feel like a demon escaped. And I broke. So sorry, excuse me, that's so gross. Uh, so yeah, stay safe out there too, because COVID's still a thing, we're in a pandemic, wear your mask, stay at home, all that good shit, uh, declutter, de-stress, de-zerts, if you want, <laughs> anything that you want, um, but just do it safely, and I will be back next week with another episode, and I have some more ideas and stuff coming your way for this year, and, um, even my Spookies podcast with my husband, so... Until next time, have a fantastic day.